0: Hi there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We're Paris and Alana, friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. Welcome here. All right, so welcome back to another episode of the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. Um, Alana here, and I'm with Rusty, and we are going to be chatting about something that has been coming up quite a bit lately and it's something we have talked about a bit in episodes in the past but um, we decided that it needed to be an entire episode because it's worth it and it's something that for sure lots of us have struggled with I've struggled with this um, and we know many of you have as well or even if you're engaged maybe you're you know feeling like you're going to struggle with this and you know how Mm -hmm. can we prevent that so anyways um, we're talking about the switch so I don't know why it seems to happen, but there is some kind of switch that we kind of come across. So we get, we walk down the aisle, you know, we kiss, we say, I do. We say goodbye to our families. We go on our honeymoon and we're like, okay, Mm. you know, this, now we go from our mindset being, you know, (laughs) don't think about sex. Don't think about sex. Don't want sex with this man or this woman, you know, sex is bad. Sex Mm. is dirty. Don't, I shouldn't want this. We have to not have this um, to then, you know, the switch being like, okay, but now I have to think that this is incredible. I have to love. It's every great, of grand, it. It's great, grand,
1: wonderful. You're supposed to want it all the
0: time. <laughs> exactly. I'm supposed to, you know, desire yes. this with my spouse, and we do. We we want that, but something in our body mm. just somehow like holds us back. I mean, that's at least personally what I thought or how I felt. Um, and it wasn't until yes. I mean, years into my marriage that I had a friend who was who I was talking with, and she was saying. Yeah, I realized I've had to work through like quite a bit of like, you know, shame and stuff. Just even in now being married, I'm still almost like feeling shame, Mm
1: -hmm. even though
0: this is okay now. But it's just that, you know, this is so ingrained in my brain that, you know, trying to switch that mindset has been really difficult. And then I was thinking of my own life and I was like, oh my goodness, I felt the same way Mm -hmm. and I didn't even realize it. So light bulb moment. Totally. (laughs)
1: Yes. Uh, Yeah.
0: And I don't know like what it is that makes us think that, you know, whether it's people telling us that, you know, Mm -hmm. because you waited, now this is your reward and now you'll have this incredible, easy, beautiful, thriving sex life. Or if it's Mm -hmm. just something we just put together in our minds and just, you know, assume, you know, because this is something God didn't want us to do, right? And then now this should be our reward, right? What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think that… I think that so much is, is just a predispositioning in our own minds because, you know, from me, I've mentioned before, I don't necessarily come from a purity culture background that wasn't as heavily ingrained in me. Mine, you know, my story is, comes more from a, we are silent on this issue. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I automatically just associated that with shame in my own mind. And so for me, it was, it was shameful and it was dirty, but you know, I can't, I can't point at purity culture and say that this was, you know, from coming from the aspect of those who are silent on the issue too. And so I think across the board, I think a lot of people are probably finding themselves in this exact situation and saying, what now? (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like
0: I think the result of this is that we get married and we think that something's wrong with us because- you know, this didn't happen. We're struggling with thinking that you know it's dirty, it's a shame filled event, but that we're here to tell you today that is not where God wants your story to end.
1: Yes, um, that's, that's not, not it. Don't no, let it in there.
0: <laughs> no. So I wanted to throw this verse in there, which is Proverbs 5, 18, 19, which we've talked on it before, but I feel like it needed to be in here again. So I will read it to you. Mm-hmm. Let your fountain be blessed and rejoice in the wife of your youth, a loving doe, a graceful deer. Let her breasts fill you at all times with delight. Be intoxicated always in her love. And so reading that, it's like, okay, we know, you know, mm-hmm. God wants us to rejoice in one another. And so being in this place mm-hmm. of struggle and mm-hmm. of doubt and confusion is not what he wants for your marriage. So right. what can we do
1: Absolutely. from there? Absolutely. How can we find yeah. this switch? What about the couples who are, you know, the yeah, how do, I love that. I love that, that analogy of, you know, whenever the lights are off and you're just blindly fumbling, you're like, I know this switch is around here somewhere. It is in this general vicinity or it has to be on this wall. It only makes yes. sense for it to be on this wall, but in reality it's on the other wall across the room, exactly. <laughs> you know, and you're just, You're just blindly feeling and trying to get a grasp for it and just desperate to flip it on so that you can see and expose and and come to grips with all of these things. So Mm -hmm. I love that analogy that you came up with. It's super good. So what do we say then to the people who are newlywed? Is it different for those who are newlywed? Is it different for those who have been married for 5, 10, 15 plus years? This is why, you know, we say that honesty, communication, that this is pivotal and vital every step of the way. That it's not, the focus should not just be the anticipation and, you know, what do we need to do for the ceremony? It has Mm -hmm. to be about life beyond too. And so um, most people just assume that, well, you know, we'll address that whenever we get to that point. Um, right. Things will probably just fall into place, I assume, once we get there. You know, I mm-hmm. i don't hear people tell me that, man, their honeymoon was a mess. They couldn't figure out how things worked or, you know, they had a horrible time with this. Um, the sheer amount of feedback that we have gotten yeah. from women who have said that their honeymoon was ruined because of a UTI because nobody ever said, hey, newsflash, You have to go to the bathroom after sex. (laughs) And so it's like people that that shame that we have felt, it crosses over into then not discussing it with other people and people being afraid to step out of their comfort zones and sharing with other people. And so this is it's just like a snowball effect. It just keeps happening, Mm. keeps happening to the next generation and the next. And so I mean, that's a really good point. Yeah. I mean so that's why does we're does here, right? Down to that.
0: Yeah. And so much of it <laughs> yeah. is that like um the feeling ill equipped, right? Not even knowing that there is some sort of mind shift, mindset shift that needs to happen, right? We just assume it will and no one actually tells us, Hey, you know, this is a journey. You're gonna start at the beginning and it might be a little bit rough to start, but you'll learn and you'll grow together. And this is something that, you know Yes, you need to like rewire your brain to realize that God wants you to have this, this beautiful sex life. It's not dirty anymore. Mm-hmm. This is filled with God's love and his grace. And, um, yeah, but so many of us don't have those conversations with anybody. So we just get there and we're like, what are we doing wrong? And how can yes. we get to point B when I'm stuck in point A and I can't even find the switch to get anywhere Absolutely. else?
1: Yes. Uh, yes. And you know, that was a huge, a huge uh, reason behind, you know, people feel like they they're comfortable coming to us or sending us a message, which we love. I mean, it literally, we feel honored whenever people send in a question to us where they expose what they're going through. They be completely vulnerable with us, and so sharing, you know, those little snapshots on our Instagram that we did about, you know, snafus, hiccups, things, but hearing everybody express how, yeah, you know, this happened and it was a total mess. But now we look back at that and we laugh and we've actually grown so much because we didn't mm-hmm. give up after that. But still, how, how often are those people going, you know, to their mentors in the church and saying, man, we could not for the life of us figure out that whenever we were, you know, in missionary position, why does this hurt? They would never right. do that, but they feel no. comfortable. They feel no. comfortable, you know, talking to their girlfriends on Instagram where it's a safe space and they can just shoot them a quick message. And it needs to, you know, we need to be able to have that conversation. And so I loved getting to share that. And I love the feedback that we got of so many people who who were like, oh my gosh, this has been eye-opening and encouraging for us mm-hmm. because I thought there was something wrong with me. I thought it was me. Yeah. I thought we... I thought I was so messed up and I was so embarrassed and now I feel so much better and I'm like, "Oh no, honey. <laughs> we all have those stories." <laughs> yes. But Absolutely. Yeah, so whenever we whenever we talk about husband and wife or fiancés, you know, your weddings in the works, you guys are planning everything. So whenever we get down to it, how do we sit down and form that conversation with one another? Is there too far? Is there, you know, a way that we need to limit or put, you know, boundaries on this discussion? So what can you say about that, Alana?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. Because I suppose, like, you want to go into marriage prepared. And to be prepared, you have to have these conversations before you get married Mm -hmm. and are having the sex. (laughs) But do you want to talk about the sex (laughs) before you're married? (laughs) Because that will make you want the sex more. (laughs) Yes, it is tricky. Um, yes, I mean, I know in our interview we've done with Kyler and Britt with Love Your First Year, um, he made some really good. He had a, they have a really great timeline of kind of what and when to talk about certain things, mm-hmm. and so they they had said, and I can't remember exactly, but um, you know, in the last you know couple months before your mm-hmm. wedding date, like as you're engaged, you know, don't like get engaged. And start having these conversations right away. I mean, there's some conversations, obviously, you can, like, sprinkle throughout, um, mindfully. But it can be really tricky. Like, I remember, right. you know, you talk about those things and you're like, Wow, well, now how do we shut down these conversations without, you know, wanting to think about this stuff more or mm-hmm. act on this stuff? You know, things like that. It's tricky. So, yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, I think it, it is good to have these conversations with your spouse. Or, I guess, at that mm-hmm. time, you'd be engaged. Um, but I think you got to save it to closer to the wedding date. Right.
1: I don't know. It's tricky. I think that maybe bringing somebody like a safe person in could be a good thing you could do. You know, mm-hmm. if there's a mentor that you guys are comfortable having this discussion with. Yes. Then maybe sit down together. You know, bring a notebook. Everybody, like, come into this discussion with it already kind of prepared in your mind. This is what I want, you know, our intimate life to look like. And then, yeah, maybe you guys can both then just toss some ideas around with that mentor and be like, is, does this sound okay? Does this sound realistic? Are we totally shooting over the moon here? (laughs) You know, I think that that might be something, yeah, super good to, to consider doing. But I think, my my number one piece of advice that I would have to give for this is that if you are concerned about having this conversation and then, you know, too much excitement, too much lust, getting into, you know, breeding into you guys from it, then number one tip would be make Jesus the center of this conversation. Pray together beforehand. You know, th- talk about and include God, in what your goals and aspirations are for your intimate life, because it's kind of hard to be like, well, let's just, you know, we're too excited now. Let's go hit the sheets (laughs) whenever you're talking about, okay, this is what Jesus says we can have. So this is what I want to have. I think it Mm -hmm. puts a much, much uh, easier way for you guys to focus in and just lay it all out without it being something where you need to really watch, you know. Right. Where it's too easy yeah. to run off on you.
0: Yeah. And I really like the idea of having someone there. It's like you're not going to cross boundaries when you're mm. sick. I mean, maybe obviously then you <laughs> talk about it later and that's when things get sketchy, but you great <laughs> right? if there's someone with you having these conversations. But then maybe it can also be yeah. a person to be like, hey, can you just check in on us and see how we're doing like going forward? Because having these conversations, you know, things are going to come to our mind that maybe we're not right. prepared to talk about or you know, it's going to trigger some things in our brains who want us, want this, like, make us want this more. Can you just check in and, like, see how we're doing and we'll try and be really honest and – um For sure. Yeah. But I think that's so, so valuable to have that. And if you don't have that, I mean, I feel like we should start a thing where people can, like, reach out to us and we can somehow set up calls yes. with people and be, like,
1: I don't know. Do that. I know and if you are – if you are a person <laughs> – yeah. If you are a person in the church and you see that there are, you know, two, three, four couples who are, you know, they're engaged. And if you have a decent relationship with them where you're comfortable, reach out and just put yourself, guys, put yourself in those shoes. It was totally like, I felt like it was so far out of my comfort zone to reach out to Paris and Atlanta, but I did it. And now look, I, I, mm-hmm. I mean, God puts people in your path for a reason. And so if you are comfortable encouraging others, then just step out and be like, hey, if you guys ever need someone to chat with, I'm here. And I'm talking about with anything, okay? So be that person. Like, don't be afraid. Don't shy away from that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It would have been so great to have that. Okay.
1: Yeah. So let's talk about then if or for our couples who are already married, maybe they've got a year or two or several under their belt but things still aren't clicking what do we do then i mean we've had we've had lots of people as well reach out to us and say i'm going on five years and still no orgasm i'm going you know we've been married three years and i feel like i have to convince my husband or my wife to enjoy foreplay and that's really hard. And eventually you get to the point where you're like, ugh, like I feel like I want to be burnt out. But at the same time, this is something I feel like I shouldn't just drop and walk away from and settle for less than right. what I'm satisfied with and less than what God has for us. Yeah. So what's what kind of encouragement do we say to those who are out there listening like that? Yeah. I
0: mean, I'm just going to talk from experience here and I'm going to just, you know, frame it from my my own experience, I suppose. Um, yeah. For me, hearing my friend, you know, say, you know, that she was working with this through this shame and whatever, and then me mm-hmm. reflecting then on my own life and own sex life and things like that, um, I realized that to then flip the switch in my own mind, it also took me then taking my sexuality into my own hands in the sense that mm-hmm. I, I I, realized that Jeff can't know these things about me and know how to, right, you know, yeah. for example, you know, make me orgasm or, you know, get me there, things like that. Mm-hmm. Like That's not something that he's just naturally going to suddenly know. Um, mm-hmm. And it's something that I was like, okay, this is something that I need to work on and I need to do research. I need to um, you know, dig into different resources to try to learn as much as I can so that I am doing my part because I wasn't. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think it's just a matter of really owning what's yours and knowing, mm-hmm. you know, okay, I don't know. Like I think it's another part of the shame thing, right? Like I was like, how am I supposed to know what gives me an yeah. orgasm? Like I don't touch myself down there, right? You know, it's like one of those things that when you're yeah, growing up, it's like, well, you just don't touch yourself down there. And so then you're married and you're like, well, <laughs> I don't do it, but now what do I do to have an orgasm? I don't
1: know. Um, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then you've got people like us saying, hey, show them what feels good. And you're like, but I don't know what feels good. <laughs> how do I Absolutely. know what feels good? And so, 100%. yeah, there's a lot of that of that uprooting and saying, okay, you know, if this is going to be something beautiful and something where we are both like, yes, praise God, we are 100% satisfied and we're both committed to growing and continuing to put in the work to keep this satisfactory for both of us, then, oh man, just as long as you are not bold face breaking these biblical, you know, guidelines and the things that we have been very upfront and saying, hey, steer clear of this, you know, you, we're not going to ever encourage you to go out or to sit down in front of a computer and, yeah. you know, purchase porn and watch together and say, this is, let's, let's do what they do. It looks fun. We're never going to tell you guys to do that, but a hundred percent sit down with your husband or your wife and start just have a night where you just sit and you explore one another's bodies and you say, do you like this? What about if I do this a little bit firmer or lighter or go in circles or whatever and say, you know, that actually felt incredible. I never would have thought that, but I loved it whenever you did this and this and this. And whenever you mm-hmm. tried this and this and this, wasn't so great. So Let's put that on the back burner and we don't have to do that anymore. We don't need to resort to that. Mm-hmm. That actually is not pleasurable at all. Like we have to get ourselves and, re- and do the work. You're, I mean, you're a hundred percent right in saying that we have to do the work on ourselves and know what needs to be done in order to cross that gap. Mm-hmm. If you're too afraid to speak up in bed and if you're too afraid to uh, to say to your spouse, that hurt, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're too afraid to speak up and say that, then they're going to keep on doing that thinking, man, they love this. <laughs> exactly. Because they don't know any better.
0: So yeah, I think doing it in a way where you invite the Lord into it and you're like, you know, just like you're getting yourself ready and you're praying before Him, You're like, Jesus, like show, show me what I need to do. Show my husband what we need yes. to do. Like um, we invite you into this space, into this room, into this, you know, right? You're like re- saying your covenant Mm. to one another, right? Like you're bringing it back to your wedding day in the sense that, you know, these are our vows. So this is the covenant we've made. And, um, and I think it's really beautiful to just, to then with, you know, thinking of it as this is a way you're going to learn how to do something to then bless your spouse and with your spouse and whatever, like, it's not um, a dirty, nasty thing that, (laughs) that so many of us have that in our brain, that, that that's not okay. And I think there's just there's guidelines you need to stay within to keep it healthy.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely.
0: And and definitely keep those in mind hundred percent and don't don't go outside of those boundaries. But in those in that space, it is beautiful and and a great way that you can then work on flipping the switch. And it's starting with that, and, and it's also starting with your mindset and and saying to yourself, mm-hmm. you know, sex is beautiful, this is good, and just like rewiring it and saying it over yourself, over your marriage, over your you know husband, wife, whatever. Like put up yeah. a piece of paper, um, that's got like some Song of Solomon verses or something like that, where you can see yes. that and know, okay, no, this is in the Bible. Yeah, this isn't just you know a ref- like you know lots of people have have changed it up to be like okay, well you know Song of Solomon's just like a reflection of you know, Jesus in the church. It's not actually about a man and a wife and it's just it's like, well no, like (laughs) have you read it? (laughs) It's pretty obvious that that it's it's definitely it's it's physical. Like this is physical. So this is something that God intentionally put in the Bible. So it's important to him. And so I think Yeah, you know, realizing that and working on switching your mindset to, to then say, you know, sex is good. This is great. I want to bless my spouse with this. They want to bless me. Um, this is something we're going to learn. Um, I mean, that was a really rounded way of answering your question, but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think so good. There's a lot. So, it, but <laughs> you know,
1: yeah, so much, so much goes into your communication with how you communicate it. Um, we want to absolutely stress that if you guys want to have a fruitful conversation that the conversation should never gear more towards where your spouse feels like you're pointing a finger at them saying, you do this wrong. I, Whenever you do this, it hurts me. As opposed right. to saying, I don't get enjoyment out of this. It can actually be painful. You know, be careful how you frame your words in this conversation because it can instantly put that other person on the defense and it will yeah. make them shut yeah. down super fast and just be like I'm horrible. I'm never trying anything again. You know, yeah. and so be really mindful of how you present this and your needs and your wants whenever you have this conversation. So, I know that's kind of like a fine line to balance whenever you say you need to be, you know, bold enough to say, "Hey, this isn't working." But as a we're just saying, you know, frame it in a way where you're not saying you don't do this good (laughs) yeah. or, you know, and instead change it into this isn't working. Let's find something that blows my socks off as well. You know, I want to be right there with you and I want you to feel this way. And if you are the person on the other side whose spouse is saying, hey, I'm not super thrilled with how this is going right now, don't take offense to that. Mm-hmm. our goal is to have a mutually beneficial and beautiful sex life. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's all there is to it. You don't want mm-hmm. to be out walking around thinking, man, I got this good. Uh, we are so good here. Well, the other side of you is, I mean, your literal other half is saying, why is this still not working five years down the road? Yeah.
0: And I think really communicating with each other as well, like, like you were just saying here, but it's like to start with the basic things too and
1: mm-hmm. and be like,
0: how do you think this is going? Like, how would you, how would you rate our sex yeah. life right now? Like, how, how do you think it's going? Um, where do you see it, you know, changing in five years from now? What do you think we could be doing better? Like just to be framing it as conversations, but to even have those conversations, like where you have it in your calendar, you know, every other week. Once a week, once a month, right? Like there's there's so much power mm-hmm. in having those conversations, making it normal, like a, just a culture of your marriage to just have check-ins and, and talk about your sex life. Yeah. So it's not like this big ordeal that when you finally do get the guts to bring this up to your husband or your wife, they're like, where is this coming from? Why have we never talked about right. this before? You're like, no, this yeah. is a normal thing we talk about. We can bring it up right? So I think that's a really great thing to practice bringing it in and check out our connect questions. If you don't know where to start, there's lots of ones about intimacy in those as well. Those are on Instagram account in our highlights. Um, yeah. So lots of things, lots of things you can, lots of resources. And if you're ever unsure, just shoot us a message, be like, Hey, I want to have some conversations. What are some questions you would recommend or things like that? Like we'd be happy to, to shoot you a message.
1: Absolutely. And we also, we just came out with our ebook of our 31 Nights of Intimacy. So hey, guys, if you are newlywed or if you are in a rut and you are just like, ugh, I feel like we have the same three dates over and over again. Or if you are in that spot where you're saying, I have no idea how to even go about this. Like, what is this? What is Mm -hmm. intimacy? Then, I mean, we poured a lot of effort into spelling this out literally where it's like you can read this date and if you have no clue we literally tell you step by step do this do this next do this yeah. i mean we have we have worked it out for you and so you know maybe for a wedding present buy that for your Ooh. spouse that wouldn't that be fun sit and take yeah. that on your honeymoon Agreed. with yeah. you and you guys can go over it together that type of situation and so i mean Let's, you can do that. And if, and if you're at the same point, if you've been married for lots and lots of years and are just, you know, it's just gotten routine and monotonous, then what a fun way, you know, to switch things Mm up. So we have, you know, we have, like you said, we have lots of resources. We have, we are always quick to recommend books or counseling services or, you know, people who, have specialties that range, you know, on the more trauma side of the spectrum and things like that. Mm -hmm. We love to help out. So if you guys ever, ever need more in-depth resources or have a really intense question that you want to ask, you can always reach out and we are here for that. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. So just know that there's nothing wrong with getting help or asking for help. It's incredible. And there's so many resources out there just for this reason. And so, um, and you're not alone in, in struggling with this if you are, or, um, you know, if you're engaged and you're worried about it, you know, God has a good plan and, you know, good plans for your marriage and he desires it to flourish and grow and be something that's so beautiful. And so, and we want that for you too. So we just, pray that your marriages would be flourishing and that this you would find you know you'd stop feeling the wall (laughs) but you would you'd find the switch right away and you'd be able to flip it and realize that you know um you don't need to stay in in this past you know these past feelings of of shame or for thinking that sex is bad or anything like that um but yeah, that sex is a beautiful right. gift from God and that he desires it to be rockin' and awesome for your marriage. So yes, he does. Praying you find the switch and flip it very soon. <laughs> hey friends, thank you so much for hanging out with us as we dive deeper into meaningful Godly intimacy, tackle the hard questions and embrace truth while we're at it. We're also on Instagram at Kingdom Sexuality. You'll find our Instagram handle below in the show notes where you'll also see any other resource links we may have mentioned in today's episode. As always, our hearts are to cultivate deep community and freedom with you guys, and we cannot wait to continue this journey alongside you. We'll see you in the next episode.